Hey, welcome to Draft Eligible. I am Dylan. I guess I will be your 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 main host for the night, giving JJ a break after the last couple of uh, podcasts here. Uh, today we are going to have uh, a podcast here on things we miss most about being a kid. So before we get into that, JJ, how are you doing? Doing well, sir. How are you? Good, good, good. Frank, how are you, sir? Great, man. Great. Doing doing well. Excited to uh, relive the past, if you will. I think it's always fun when we, relive, when we uh, you know, dive into things, relive the past, or uh, I'm sure people listening are going to have similar um, similar ideas to us and probably uh, probably some, some of their own memories that are going to come back to them as they're listening to the podcast. Like, I did miss that soda. I did miss drinking a 12 pack of soda every day <laughs> and not dying, <laughs> not, dying. <laughs> not gaining 15 pounds. Heck yeah. So tonight, uh, I think Frank, are you Frank? Frank is going first. Yep. I will go second. And then JJ will go in the old turnaround spot of three, four, and we'll make our way back. So Frank, you want to kick it off with your first, uh, your first. Yeah draft overall uh memory as a child under 18 under under 18 very good very important (laughs) so um yeah i thought a lot about this and and, in making my list and i was like man what did i like about being a kid and it was like everything and and the the number one thing i could think of was and this is terrible but it was it was telling your parents that you're going to a friend's house and then going and doing something completely different. And, and it wasn't like meant to like hurt your parents. Right. Like we were just kids. Like, I feel like looking back on it, if I would have just told my parents like what I was doing, they probably would have been okay. If I was like, I'm going to a concert with my friends. We've done it all the time. Like they'd probably be fine. But there was something about telling your parents like, yeah, I'm going to Dylan's house. We're just going to have a sleepover. Me, him and JJ probably play some video games and eat some popcorn and, and be stupid until three in the morning. And then we go to like downtown DC to like the 930 club, see a concert, get home at like one in the morning, be gross, pass out, <laughs> have like a black eye and then be like, oh, uh, yeah, I got this because we were wrestling. <laughs> That's it. I, I don't know if you guys have any fun memories of doing that, but I, I, I definitely remember doing that for Warp Tour many times. But uh, did you have any fun memories of telling your parents any falsehoods to go somewhere else? Or were you a good boy? Uh, you know, there's one or two times, nothing like notable. Um, I think it was more so uh, telling them where I was going, which was true, but maybe not including everything what we were doing. <laughs> yeah i'm going there for a sleepover <laughs> not to say that we were gonna from there gonna go sneak out and go do some stuff but um I, that was probably what i did more so than saying i was you know at place a but i'm really going to place b um so i kind of told the truth but it told the entire truth yeah. didn't open up all the windows dylan yeah i know you've got to have some good ones man <laughs> yeah I, I mean i probably did kind of more of what jj did my parents were pretty cool and then like I was the younger one of like the group friend group friend uh, friend group, so like they sort of trusted the older people in the group to kind of keep me straight. Um, I think I I think I probably like one time that I think I lied about where I was going was I don't even remember what show we went to. It might have been Real Big Fish or something. We went down nine thirty club, and we were we had to park really far away. So we were walking in and this guy came out of like a burned out house. It was just like, Hey guys, where, what's up? And like half the group just kept walking and half he just immediately bailed. Got immediately stuck by. Bailed. And he was like, you got any money? 
<laughs> and I remember our friend Tony, he, he pulled out a ripped half, like a ripped in half dollar <laughs> and gave him like half of the dollar bill. And I was like, we're going to die. Like, this is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is worse than having money is giving someone a ripped dollar bill. He was like, this is ripped. What am I supposed to do with this? And Tony was like, it's all I got. And he was like, get out of here. I don't know how we got through that. (laughs) But I was like, oh, man, like, because, you you know, when you when you when you lie to your parents and then you have that moment where you're like, like, there's no way out of it. Like, if if, if something happens here, I'm going to have to tell them also the truth. Like I'm gonna get stabbed and have to tell them that I was lying. About that I was. It was like a double, double suck, right? So yep. uh, that that one just jumps to my mind when I think of things uh, that I. I that's a good one. On that night, that's a good one. Like, oh, I might have to tell them in the worst way possible. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, my first pick would be uh, lying to your parents about where you're going, Dylan. You are up for pick number two. So. Uh, for pick number two, I don't usually go in like uh, in like an order or anything like that. I usually just kind of have a few, but uh, I'm I'm afraid JJ is going to take this one off the board, so I'm going to have to go this with my first overall. It's Dark Tag. All right, so I don't know if I don't know if any of the people listening right now played Dark Tag. It's just to for a brief explanation is it's tag in the dark. So you just play tag at night, right? So we played tag at night. We had like a half of a block. We could go, we had, we had two courts we could go in and up the street to where a path kind of crossed over the street. And those were like the boundaries. And it was, it was so cool because like, you knew like the houses that were cool with kids playing dark tag in their yard and like the houses that weren't. So like some houses were off limits, some houses weren't, um, and it was just fun, man. You just, you just, you know, your day wrapped up. You were probably playing all day long and you didn't want it to end. And then you were like, we're going to play dark tag. And we'd have our teams and we'd have jail breaks and all kinds of stuff. And uh, just like some of the, some of my best memories growing up revolve around like a game of dark tag, whether it's, you know, a bunch of different stories that I could tell about things that happened while we were playing dark tag, but like everything kind of leads back to, dark tag that was a big thing in our neighborhood hopefully people listening are like yes i did that as a kid too but uh jj i know you'll probably have some at least thoughts or if not memories of dark tag um what do, what do you think about dark tag no 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 memories at all <laughs> no um just yeah, every time i bring that up to people they always say oh manhunt so if you if you ever played manhunt i'm assuming it's the same thing as dark tag because every time i bring up oh play dark tag say, oh you mean manhunt like, yes <laughs> um yeah i mean that was the thing to do right on, on our on our end of the uh, neighborhood um because we lived on one, one end of um part of the neighborhood and it was kind of sectioned off with, with uh, two cul-de-sacs so um you know and i think we were very fortunate uh, and this might bleed into some of our other topics we might talk about but uh, we were very fortunate to uh, grow up in a neighborhood where a lot of the families were around the same age and they had uh, then had obviously had kids around the same age so we had a lot of kids um, 
all around the same age, give or take a few years. So we had a good participation and there was a thing to do every Friday and Saturday night. You know, you wear your dark clothes, you want to wear as much like, you know, dark blue, black, brown, whatever, you know, the darkest you can get. And just, you, you all kind of convened together. I mean, we, we had as probably as little as six people and as many as probably 12 or 16 people just kind of come out and we split into two teams and, and just one hides and one goes fun. I mean, I mean, you guys know the rules. So, um, and we did that for years and years and years. Um, I want to say it could have been up to like, I don't know, seven or 10 years. I mean, it was, um, it was just a thing to look forward to every weekend, um, or every night or what have you. And it, yeah, I mean, Dylan, we could, we could make a whole podcast of just talking about memories, uh, from that, but it was, it was just a lot of fun. I mean, you know, the adrenaline, what you would get, would kick up, you know, when you knew somebody was coming close to you. And, um, I think, um, Dylan and I are experts in fence hopping. We could probably, <laughs> we could probably leave any fence <laughs> conceived by man. So, um, but it was, it was so much fun. I, I did have a lot of fun. That's one of my favorite memories, definitely as a kid. Frank, did you yeah, ever, that's, that's, so i so i didn't i like but when we first started hanging out as friends right like when when i kind of joined the friend group and hearing the stories of dark tag made me so jealous that i didn't know you guys before then it was like one of those things like i always wish that i was a part of because it sounded so fun and all the memories and all these stories that you guys had of like you know JJ's younger brother hiding in a tree, right? <laughs> and like, like, and knowing the cul-de-sac and knowing where, like, you could point to things and you're like, oh, that's the fence that like somebody fell over and <laughs> and that's you know that's this area and somebody tripped on this curb. <laughs> like, all of those stories made me laugh and made me like so jealous of the moment because it, it just sounded so fun and so cool. So I, I love that pick. I, I knew that pick was gonna come off the board early. I, I didn't know where, but I knew it was coming. So that is a an A plus A plus pick. JJ, you are on the board for the back to back, my friend. Yeah, and, and that was definitely on my list for sure. I'd cross that one off here. Um, I'm gonna go one more generic. Um, I, I won't go too specific with it, but my my first pick is just seeing friends on a regular basis. Um, it, you know, we're all adults now. I mean, I'm sure most, most of it, not everybody listening to this are adults and we all have our own group of friends and we might see them a handful of times a year. You know, if that maybe it might be, you know, once every few years, depending, you know, some of our friends have moved away uh, across the country uh, due to different circumstances. But, you know, when you were, you, you obviously met them somewhere, right. And um, you probably saw them a lot of different times. Maybe you met them at work, maybe you grew up with them um, or whatever. And, um, you know, now as adults, we all know we have responsibilities, right. Uh, you know, Frank, you're a father, you have, you have kids, you have to take care of. Uh, we've all been in serious relationships and been married and all our homeowners. So, you know, everything that entails with that and, you know, keeping up a home, um, we have to pay for all that. So we're all working full-time jobs. And then on top of that, all that, you know, anything else that you have responsibilities for, or some of your own personal hobbies you guys get into. Um, and then, you know, trying from there, trying to find the common denominator of when are you available? You know, well, I'm available at, you know, 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Well, crap, I'm available at 7 p.m. on Thursday. So um, trying to match up schedules um, is just a challenge in its own. So, you know, when you were a kid, I mean, obviously you take away all a lot of that um, 
stuff that's eating up your schedule. So you could just see people multiple times a week um, and hang out and stuff. So um, it's something I look back on and, and, and I just miss just seeing faces um, even, you know, people we might not talk with as frequently as, you know, let's say us do, you know, doesn't mean that we're not friends. Right. So, um, you know, just, but just, just being able to just hop on my bike and go see, see, you know, see each other. Right. That's, you know, can't really do that anymore. And that's something that, that I really, really miss, um, is being from, but being a kid. Yeah. I, I, that's a great pull because it's, you know, on my list, it was, you know, just that you could do whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted. Right. Like as kids, like all we wanted to do was like, we knew Friday night, we were all like going to our friend Jason's house and staying the night. We all knew like Sunday, we were going to go play football at 12 o'clock. Cause what else were we going to do on a Sunday? Right. And you know, it was, there was always a plan and we always had our group and it was like, Oh, you guys want to go to uh, McDonald's after school. No problem. Let's go to McDonald's. Oh, JJ, you want to take a two hour road trip? Like, let's go take this two hour road trip. Like we always had that ability to do whatever we wanted because I mean, what it was like schoolwork, right? That was it. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, there was just so much more freedom. And as you mentioned now, like to get older life, life happens and, and you just, those, those freedoms, it's not like they go away for a bad reason always. Right. But they they shrink up and and it's not always the same person's schedule but it man as a kid like i just still how, how many times would we just like call each other and be like hey you want to hang out <laughs> okay <laughs> be at your house in 20 minutes right like yeah. it was like let me wake up and we're gone so um and, and it was just it was as easy as that it was even like daisy what, what we message on like aim <laughs> Be like, hey man, you want to do something? Sure, okay. Like, yeah. like that was that was how we communicated it. It was easy as that. And now, now that we're old and, and all that stuff, it's like, oh, that's that was cool. <laughs> yeah, I think like you think of like, I mean, yes, we like we we sort of traded out like all of that, all that time that we got to hang out for those responsibilities because it's like it's not like we were, you were less busy. If anything, you were probably more busy when you were younger. Cause it was like, I remember like I'd wake up and my parents, like, it was like a, just, I don't even know. I don't know if the parents talk to each other or what, but it was like, you, you couldn't like call your other friend till like nine in the morning. Like it was like, no, like before 9am, like you can't call JJ's house. Right. And then like nine Oh five, you're like calling JJ's house. JJ's dad's answering John's run home. And I'm like, you know, it's even though JJ's dad, the nicest man in the world, it always scared the crap out of me the way he answered the phone. Still answers it like that till this day. So just let you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is JJ there? And he's like, yeah, sure. Okay. Like, <laughs> let me get him. So it's like, uh, I, I just remember all those memories of like your day was just packed, man. Like you were just on bikes, you were riding somewhere, you were, we were playing street hockey, we were playing football, we were playing whatever, just tag or, legos in jd's basement hot wheels at my house like it was just all video games there was no like time for like if we weren't allowed outside that's when we played video games it's like all right cool we're not you know it's too late our parents are saying come inside cool like fire up the video games we'll play that till the morning then we'll wake up we'll do it all over again so it is it's like you were constantly around your friends really like there wasn't any at least with with our neighborhood and growing up it was like there was just you didn't want any time by yourself and you didn't have any time by yourself. You were just like, we were in the group and we were doing something that day and someone was going to think of like a cool idea and we were going to go do it. 
Um, so yeah, now it's like, you got so many responsibilities and you got so many things that you're doing. It's, it's hard to even get together. Um, if you're like really trying to, and then also you just kind of want to rest. Sometimes you got to want, you know, a little time to decompress or whatever. So, um, that's a, I think it's a really good pick. Um, and then moving on to my next pick, uh, Dylan, you kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, I'm going to take just sports. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, growing up, we all, we all played a variety of sports, right? Whether it was just something in the neighborhood, whether we were on a, an official team, you know, in town, whatever it was, um, you know, that's something like you always did, right? Like either your, your parents signed you up for basketball or soccer or baseball or football or whatever. Um, and obviously you've then meet some people and meet friends there. Um, but just the neighborhood things and, and Dylan, I know we, we grew up in the same neighborhood as we mentioned before. Um, you know, I mean, our big thing was hockey, which is kind of strange, but <laughs> we were big into, um, you know, street hockey. I mean, we did a lot of football too. Um, and we got, again, we just had all the neighborhood kids, you know, just kind of grouped together and just divided us into teams and we were off and running. Um, and now you look at it and it's like, unless you're on like a company softball team or, a, you know, you have some buddies that do softball or kickballs, you don't play sports like that. You don't do team sports like that. Um, during my pickup, pickup basketball game here or there, or if you're into tennis or golf or whatever, but, you know, the days of, you know, playing football or um, baseball or things like that, they just, they just don't happen, right? They just don't happen very frequently. And, you know, they always try to warn you when you're growing up, right? Like, you know, you're going to miss it someday. You know, this is going to be the last time you're going to, you know, you know, play baseball, play football or whatever, you know, with a team like this. Um, and then it doesn't hit you until it hits you until it comes. And then, and then as you get older, you realize like, wow, you know, like I really miss, you know, doing that. Um, and I try to tell kids, you know, like as they start to become teenagers and I just try to tell them, I was like, Hey, you know, enjoy, enjoy it while you can, because the likelihood of you, you know, playing in college and going on and doing it professionally are slim to none. And I don't want to kill their dreams, but at the same time, you got to set the reality in. Right. Um, but I definitely miss it. I definitely miss just playing sports. Um, and just, especially the team ones. Right. And, and, you know, it's something that you can never really get back as, as an adult. So <laughs> that'll be my, that'll be my next pick. Sorry to be such a downer on it, but <laughs> it's the reality of it. No, nah, man. And, and I think some of the fondest memories were, were playing sports, right? Like, like in my neighborhood, like I obviously I didn't know you guys when I was super young, but when I was a kid, like that's how I learned to play football, right? was like getting beat up by the bigger kids. Cause like, they're like, run across the middle. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. And then do it and then get lit up on, <laughs> um, you know, it, it was all about like any sport that you could play with your friends, right? You, you didn't, you, I think, you know, I played in, you know, the rec leagues and all that stuff and that was cool. But like you had practice on a Tuesday and a game on a Saturday, that was it. But in your neighborhood, you could do so many things with, with your friends like you know you could you mentioned you could play pickup basketball and then the next day you're having bike races and the next day you're playing football and then you're playing baseball like my my neighborhood like four or five of us had a one-on-one -on -one baseball league which makes no sense and like but we kept a record book we had a notebook with like the scores of our games and like we had a way we played it and there are certain places if you hit it it was out you know and 
so it it was crazy like but we we had a a a one-on-one baseball league and we kept stats and that was part of loving sports so i i definitely have good memories of that i you know one of my favorite memories is playing pickup football with you guys right like Dylan in his Wayne Corbett jersey. That was the best, the best jersey. We would play games in our in our football jerseys, and Dylan in the Wayne Corbett was always the one seed. Um, and when I saw that, I was like, okay, this this kid means business. This kid is about to white lightning all of us. Dylan, what were uh, I know you have to have a lot of memories because you know JJ mentioned you guys being in the same neighborhood growing up. But what are some oh, of your yeah. favorite uh, sports memories as a kid? Yeah, I didn't play like uh, I know JJ played played high school football on our on our high school football team. I didn't play any. I didn't really play any other than like little kids soccer, like when I was really little. But um, our neighborhood, we were always playing. We we're always playing football, mostly football, and then and then hockey. Uh, I don't know. I mean, a couple of memories. Like I remember uh, again, like uh, playing football. I remember our friend Tony breaking his arm. Like and and he he got tackled near like we were we were playing in a big field but there was like a fence on the side, so he got tackled and we heard it, but everyone thought he kicked the fence, so like nobody did any like anything and he just got up screaming and his arm was all messed up, and then um, for some reason I remember this like uh, and it goes back to being a kid like everything's bigger like I'm sure this was like super lame but to me it's like remembering the super bowl or something but we were playing street hockey jj it was in front of my house and there was like a thunderstorm coming and the game was tied and i remember like it just started pouring down raining and like lightning and everything i think jason scored like a tie-breaking score or whatever and everyone's flipping out and freaking out all my parents all our parents like get inside there's like lightning bolts coming down all over the place but there was like it's probably like super lame but in your own head because you're you know you're so young like that was like so it was such like a crazy moment that you remember kind of for well, obviously you remember forever like i still remember that day like it was yesterday you know what i mean i can go back to that memory so yeah it's all it's that it's that kind of building of relationships and stuff like that too that you get through sports where you, you got to work on a team you got to come together with JJ, we'd always pick teams. So it's like, you're never on the same team. You know what I mean? You're always with different people all the time. You got to figure out, you know, ways to, ways to win. Are you guys going to run the ball, throw the ball, whatever you're going to be good at that day. You had to like kind of adapt. So definitely, definitely a good one, um, the sports. And definitely, I think part of probably most people's growing up is they remember, you know, something sports related they were, that they were in. Dylan, you're, you're, you're back up, man. You're, you're up with your second pick here. What do you got on the list? Uh, I will go with um, – I will go with fighting. And what I mean by that is, as grown adults, can't fight. Like, we, like, Straight to prison. Yeah. <laughs> like we could, but, like, it's going to – yeah, it's just going to get – like, it's laws are broken. Like, at least – I don't know, man, times have changed some. But, like, back when we were kids, like – if you punched your like na- you punched someone in the neighborhood, like the police weren't getting called. The police, you know what I mean? Like the parents would get maybe involved and they'd be like, Why did you punch JJ? And you'd be like, I don't know, I'm seven. And then they would just drop it, right? But I remember like so many times in our neighborhood that fights would break out. Uh, I mean, I remember we had two two kids in our neighborhood, Ryan and uh God, what was his other name? JJ, do you remember? The Wolves. 
Um, it was like Ryan and Matt, I think. Either way, Ryan and yeah. Matt, Ryan kept he kept coming back to our football game to fight me, and I kept like. <laughs> He kept beating him up, and then he would go run home crying. And then his mom was like, "You're not a loser. Go back there and get him." And then I'd like beat him up again and send him home. And it got to the point where my cousin Jason, like, went over to Ryan's mom's house, mom's house, and was like, "Please stop sending him over. Like, we don't want to beat him up anymore. Like, but we have no choice because he comes back and starts trying to punch us. But like, he's not going to win this fight and stop sending your son over." So I remember just, yeah. You know, it sounds bad, but like that's we grew up in a neighborhood full of boys, and we're you know, you're all going through like your puberty and stuff, and you're just like angry for no reason sometimes. And we had so many just kind of fights that were innocent fights or pillow fights that turned into huge fights and like all kinds of stuff like that. But in a way, I kind of, I kind of miss it just being able to like sometimes just swing at somebody <laughs> is something that is. You can do it as a kid, but you definitely can't do it as an adult. JD, you remember any any any? I'm sure you got memories of plenty of fights in our neighborhood. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't involved in too many of them, um, but I, you know, several of them just stick out in my mind, and they're just, yeah, it's just like you know, you look back and it was really just dumb stuff, right? Like it just, <laughs> I, I guess like a lot of fights are right. When you, when you look back on it, it's like, wow, that was really dumb. Um, or you're fighting over that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's one of those things that, you know, and I guess this happens more typically with, with a group of boys and a group of girls is, um, you know, we just like wrestling around and just, you know, sometimes things get a little heated and, you know, and then, shoving and then punching and kicking and what have you. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it really, it real, a lot of it just stemmed off of stupid stuff. I mean, I, I could, I, again, I could probably go on and on about the, some of the different fights. Um, and then you just make up like, you know, an hour later, right? <laughs> like everything's cool. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, you forget about it and you, you're like best friends again and, and whatever. So, uh, but we, there was definitely some, some fights that, um, some, some signature fights that we had in the neighborhood with 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 different people um and and usually there was a crowd like myself like that just was always never involved with it but we were like always there right like always, always had to watch yeah and then it gets to the point where you try to try to break it up a little bit or or whatever but yeah we, we definitely had a fair share of fights like what like i'm sure every group of friends did mm-hmm. yeah so that was that was what i was thinking of it's like I, I, the fights I remember, you know, I remember some from from kids that like it just it was a way to settle disputes, right? Like, rather than like rationally arguing with each other, which we learned at a much later age, it was like I'm just going to punch you, and you'll have to agree with me. And it was like, or you're going to throw me and like pin me on the ground until like and like put your knee like square into my chest, and it'll suck, and and then you'll be like punching me in like the kidneys and until I'm like agreeing with you, right? Like, you know, like we would have those like knockdown drag out battles as, as like a way of like solving an argument. Um, and then you're right. Like, and then an hour later you're cool again, right? And you're like shaking hands and you're laughing and making jokes. Um, but like, there was always those arguments and, and the neighborhood ones, like I remember like sleepovers as the kid, right? And this is just being a dumb boy, but like, I remember one sleepover. It was for a friend's birthday. It was like our 10th birthday. And it was like six boys. And and for some reason, we decided to split three and three. Like, these three are going to fight these three. 
all at once. And it's just going to be a Royal Rumble battle. And it was the coolest thing looking like in the moment, it's like, yeah, like I'm going to mess up this guy. Like, I don't know this person. <laughs> and then like that person, like judo throws you down and you're like, I've made a terrible mistake, but it's too late. But like fighting was like, it was just such a, a part of being a kid in a lot of ways. And not like, you know, like you said, you know, it wasn't necessarily like trying to like, I, I mean, I can't remember if as a kid, we were trying to hurt each other, if we were just trying to prove a point, but it was always like, I mean, Dylan, I, I've watched you and your cousin, Jason. <laughs> fights right like i think we all watched jason have a lot of fights but like yeah. you know like i i, re- I distinctly remember ones and, and, it, and it's just like it was just a way that we set things and then afterwards like everybody would be quiet for like 20 minutes until somebody like made a joke or farted or said hey you want to get some food and then we all laughed and we we're like let's go and like and we were all back to normal but uh yeah Dylan, do you have i, I you know what you you've always told a story of like a fight in your neighborhood and it, and it was like getting off the school bus, and I, and I always remember that bus stop because there was always like fifty kids there. I, so there was uh, there. This doesn't involve. Well, it was a neighborhood, so uh, there was a boy, a, a buddy of mine at the time, Robbie, and this other kid, Scott. No one really liked Scott, so we were riding home on the bike, and they, they, Robbie and Scott were shooting back and forth at each other, and Robbie had this dog that he like. I mean, like the dog was like attached to him, and it was like he loved this dog. Right. And I guess Scott just like ran out of stuff to say, like you were saying, Frank, like it's a way of communicating. So he like ran out of insults and he was like, your dog's like a bitch or something. And I just remember Robbie was in front of him in the school bus and he just like all his head pops up and turns around and just like stares at him. He's like, when we get off this bus, I'm going to beat you up. And Scott's like shaking. He's like, uh, <laughs> he tries to like sneak off the bus and Robbie puts him in an uppercut or like puts him in a, uh, like a, um, like and, a choke hold, and he's just <laughs> uppercutting him. He's like, you <laughs> talk about my dog. Like that. <laughs> and we're straight just on the ground. Young John Wick, man. Robbie just like walks home. Dude, he just like drops him. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone's like, all right, like, you know, someone, someone randomly just helps Scott up and he's like stumbles <laughs> home himself from his nose. But it was, it was just like, like, I think Frank, I think you nailed it. It was like, it was a way of like boys, like settling disputes and communicating before we knew how to like talk to each other yep. and figure it out because you could yeah. beat the crap out of your friend. You could have the crap beat out of you. And like literally 10 minutes later, like, the person who beat the crap out of someone's like, "Hey, I was kind of stupid," and the other person's like, "Yeah, but I was kind of a jerk." You know what I mean? Like, yep. that, and then you learned, like, okay, like that pushes that person's button, yep. or like you know, vice versa. And it was like, are there more effective ways to do it? Yeah, but you haven't really <laughs> learned that yet. But yeah. you did. You learned. You know, you're like, don't say that to JJ. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't bring don't. in Robbie's dog because it's not going to end very well. Like, <laughs> yeah. Leave dogs out of it. Robbie's dog. So. <laughs> Yeah, every, you kind of learned your lessons the hard way, I guess, uh, growing up as a boy. Yeah, man. So that that's a good one. It's tough to follow up for my, my second pick here on the back-to-back here. So first pick of the back-to-back and second of the pick overall. Um, I, we, we touched on it in the beginning, but I'm just I'm going to label it as drinking whatever you want as a kid. And, and what I mean by that is, like, you could drink abnormal amounts of soda. You could drink – juice you could drink whatever we never drink i never drank water as a kid because water was boring like i wanted like soda and like looking back on like how much soda we drank as kids 
um, especially as teenagers, right? Like we would go, we would, you know, we talked about the Friday night meetup, right? We would meet on Friday night and then we'd make some trip to like Safeway or Walmart or, or wherever. And we'd get like a ton of soda, a ton of snacks. We'd probably stop for fast food on the way home because why the hell not? We've already got enough stuff. And like we, that would be our, our fuel for like the next 40 hours of hanging out. Um, and like, I just, and, and there, you know, there are memories of that, you know, as we were a little older as we, you know, but, but thinking of it as a kid and like, one of my biggest memories was just getting a 12 pack of Coke and leaving my friend's house with no Cokes to take home. And like knowing now how bad that is and how bad that was for me, it's like, crap, that was really bad. But in the moment, it was like how we stayed awake till like five and six o'clock in the morning. We had no, I had no idea how we had the energy. I think, oh yeah, because we drink 12 sodas. <laughs> but like, uh, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll phrase this to you guys. What was your favorite thing to drink as a kid that now you look back and you go, oh crap, that was a little bit, I probably overdid it on this. <laughs> Mine was definitely Coke. A hundred percent was Coke. So mine was, uh, <laughs> there's a d- double reasons for this. Mine was Surge. I think, he, I think hopefully people will listening to this remember Surge. Um, but it was <laughs> like, for one, it was like hopped up Mountain Dew and it had so much caffeine in it. And I would drink, like you said, we'd drink like a 12 pack. I would drink like a 12 pack of that in the night, right? And it was like, I was, it was almost like I was on PCP. It was like, you couldn't, you couldn't slow me down. You couldn't stop me. Um, and, and it ended up getting taken off the market because it had like things that shouldn't be, be together <laughs> in it. <laughs> so it was like, oh, this ingredient shouldn't be with this ingredient. That's very bad for you. And there I was like, you know, 15 years old, just drinking 12 packs 24 packs of it in a night so lord knows what it did to me but definitely surge was like you know i drank other stuff too but surge was like definitely like my drink of choice uh through my through my younger years yeah no the surge you can go on you know it came back for a while right but it was like a a lesser version but if you can find you know paid 100 bucks on on ebay for the the old school that was like that was Red Bull before Red Bull, right? Like, yeah, that was our that was our our, our power juice. JJ, what about you, man? Give me something good here. <laughs> I need it. I need it. <laughs> Best commercials. Best You're commercials, like, by the way. That. Like fifteen year old you was like that. I need. I'm going to threaten somebody's dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm going out. Yeah. For sure. How about you, JJ? Yeah, so I'll go a little different. I mean, obviously, I drank a lot of soda in my day as well. Um, but if it's something different, it was something more like in my, my teenage years. Um, it was probably lemonade because, you know, I started getting off soda. I'm like, all right, I won't drink soda. You know, it's got caffeine and stuff, but I'll drink something better like lemonade, even though it's got just as much sugar in it. (laughs) Um, But I drank so much lemonade um, instead of drinking, you know, Coke or Sprite or whatever, um, that it was probably just as bad. So I'd always anywhere I'd go restaurants, I'd order lemonade Um, instead of the 12 pack of Coke. I get the 12 pack of lemonade, you know, and obviously I'd make it at home in the pitcher, you know, with the the mix (laughs) and everything. So 
everywhere I went, it was all lemonade. It was all lemonade. So um, now, now when I drink lemonade, I can only drink like half a glass because you know, especially like the pre-made stuff. Because it's like, damn, there's so much sugar in here. I'm like, feel like my teeth are gonna fall out. So um, I, I, I'll go with lemonade on on the one I just couldn't lay off of. That's awesome. Me too. Is like I remember growing up and JJ always getting lemonade, and like us just being completely clueless we're like oh jd you're gonna drink the healthy stuff like, <laughs> Ooh, you're, gonna, you're too good for soda you're gonna be healthy <laughs> yeah. like seven thousand pounds of sugar in there and we're like oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had no idea right we had no idea what we were putting in their bodies we just wanted it we just wanted like, soda oh, I see. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sunny d's good for you that's why i'm gonna get a whole vat of sunny d yeah Oh, all right. So Although, kicking off the last round. Oh, yeah, I was oh. going to say real quick, one other drink that I drink a lot of until it got discontinued was Fruitopia. Oh, Fruitopia was the shit. That was the, <laughs> that was the, uh, I'll use one of our three cuss words there for the, for the podcast before we get X-rated. But um, for the Fruitopia vending machine in high in school. school. Yeah. That was, and like Fruitopia had it on lockdown, right? Like whatever school you went in, like if you're visiting a uh, school, if you're doing it, there was always a Fruitopia machine. Like, I remember going oh. to summer school, Fruitopia machine. Going to another school for your SATs, Fruitopia machine. There was always Fruitopia in every high school. I don't know how they had a run on every high school. They were like the like Morris of like soft. <laughs> like, we're just gonna get these kids young and try to put them on Fruitopia. <laughs> so, true story. My college that I went to had a Fruitopia machine, and um, they had it set up where uh, we had. You know, you, I guess parents could preload a card. I, I'm sure they could do this now, but you know, this was like eons ago. You, they could preload your badge, your card, so you had X amount of dollars you could spend on other things, like you know, like sodas, or if you want to get a late night meal or whatever. And of course, they had a Fruitopia machine, and you're at college, so your parents aren't there. I must have dropped all my money on Fruitopia. <laughs> I would go to the machine constantly and swipe my card and and get Fruitopia like every day. So, oh, yeah, like that. that. Man. The, the Fruitopia machines was was golden in, in high school. And that, that's another one of the things that I think we could talk like 20 minutes about, like the random flavors that had to be like, they ha- there had to be a congressional hearing behind the scenes that like they did for Big Tobacco where they just like pulled Fruitopia in there and like, you're damaging kids' livers. Please stop. Our studies show that we're not. <laughs> just, put, just put us in there for five years and then we'll go out of business. Yeah. <laughs> we'll retire and just you'll never hear from us ever again. <laughs> oh, all right. So kicking us into the third round, my last pick. Uh, kind of gone gone back and forth on this, but, but I'm going to make it a, a general thing. Uh, this is something I still do. Uh, but being a, a kid, and, and I'll get into it here in a minute, is video games. Video games as a kid for me was huge because, you know, I think back when I was young and like we talked about kids in the neighborhood, like when I was young, like like eight, nine, ten, almost up to like 12 or 13, we didn't really have a lot of kids where I lived. So like if you wanted to see your friends, you had to travel to see them. Um, and like my grandparents weren't really down with traveling. So uh I was in home. I was at home for like summer break. So it was like, let me like go to Blockbuster, rent a video game, and just play play it nonstop and beat it. Right? Like, like I remember Final Fantasy VII. Like, that was a four disc game, and it was like, I'm going to roll through this game, and I'm going to play this game. And or you know, NCAA football. How many times you know, as our friend group, did we we 
hang out together and make like a Madden season for like three or four of us where we do like trades and drafts and all those things. And we would just play seasons and seasons of it. Um, how I met you guys, right? Like we, we, we met over a game of, I think 2k football yep. or me and JJ were on the same team and like, didn't know each other, didn't really talk to each other. We just tried to play and, and lost, but it was like, it was still like, we, we bonded over that. Like, video games as a kid and like i mentioned you know still to this day but as a kid you could really play whenever you wanted right like i you know talked about you know college football i would play it till like three four o'clock in the morning because i had to turn cincinnati into a superpower so i had to to recruit and and play and recruit and play and, and win titles and all those things and like everything mattered about this meaningless franchise <laughs> but it was it was the most important thing to me as a kid was like let me let me beat this game before i go on to the next one right and let me tell my friends that i i, I got to the the second disc in xenogears and and i don't you know looking back it's like yeah that was pretty nerdy but like it was a way we talked it was like what we talked about and what we did uh jj i i, I see the look I know you've got some thoughts. I'm going to turn the floor to you, man, to share. <laughs> I just, when you were saying that we, we, and that's a true story, we, we met playing 2K. I just think of the stepbrothers. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, video games, um, real big part of my life. I mean, even to today, I mean, you know, just, I, I mean, a lot of my free time goes towards it. And we have the luxury now of online gaming um, and mm-hmm. still have a number one trending TikTok on that. But, um, <laughs> it, you know, it's it's easy, right? You hop on, you, you go online and like almost every game's online now. So you just talk and play with your friends. But obviously we didn't have that growing up. It was, you know, it's all local. You know, the internet really wasn't big um, at that time or even available. Um, so we'd all... Frank, as you mentioned, kind of go over to a friend's house and, and we all huddled around the TV and, you know, play Nintendo or Super Nintendo or whatever it was. And, you know, we, it'd usually be a two-player game or if we were very lucky, it'd be a four-player game. But normally it was a two-player game and you'd always pass the controller and it just, it, you know, it was fun watching, watching everybody play, um, you know, kind of cheering your friends on, like as they get to that level that you never got to um, and seeing things you haven't seen because you couldn't do it on your own. Um, um, or, you know, you guys all know my, my best friend, Chris, was like the, you know, the one to play video games, right? He was the best the best in the neighborhood to do everything so um you know we'd always watch him play and um it it was kind of like the equivalent of you know kids watching their favorite streamer do their favorite game i mean this was like you know we we'd all gather just to watch him play this game because he could do things that most of us couldn't so kind of moments like that um but it also too just we could talk we could do a whole segment on video games but um I think as a kid especially with your imagination um just so wide right that you you almost kind of like live in that world, right? Whatever it was. I mean, Frank, you brought up Final Fantasy. Um, there are sports games, you know, obviously, you know, we all would never go professional, but it's like an opportunity like, all right, this is that chance I get to be, you know, Randy Moss or I get to be uh, Michael Vick or, you know, what, whatever player there was out there. Um, and you could actually like feel like you're actually that person or in that world or things that you couldn't do, um, you know, in normal life. And, you know, when you're a kid, I mean, you're, like I said, your imagination goes wild and being able to kind of translate that visually and control that character 
in that world is is fun um so good good pick frank i mean we'll, we'll probably have to do a future podcast just on video games but um i, I like the pick i like the pick. It was definitely a big part of with my childhood dylan? dylan dylan before you go question for you guys did you guys ever have like tournaments in your friend group of like like certain games right like we i remember like as a young kid like one of the few uh, games that we played as like a neighborhood was like Street Fighter, so we'd make a Street Fighter tournament where every guy got to pick their character and it had like the bracket in it, so you could be like, okay, like Frank's gonna play Joe and 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 that winner plays the winner of of these two. Like, do you guys ever do that or or, or make tournaments of of games? And which games was it? Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean, I remember, I remember Street Fighter tournaments. I remember Madden tournaments. I remember uh, GoldenEye tournaments. I remember just about anything you could. Because I mean, like, kind of goes back to our very, the very beginning of the podcast. Like, real quick, Dylan, real quick, fucking GoldenEye. No, 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 real quick. This will take us way back. Barcelona Olympics '92. Oh yes, Barcelona <laughs> Olympics. Yep. Yeah, two saddlebags. Yes. <laughs> there's, yes. there's some, there's like some like uh, like like the Olympics game. It was actually a really cool game, but you could do all the different things. Well, not all of them, but I'm sure that you know a lot of different things you could do in the Summer Olympics. And there was one sprinter that you could be. His name was just D Saddlebags. I don't know why, but that was his name. But yeah, I mean, anything. You had so much time to kill that you were like. I mean, we can just sit around and play, you know, this game for seven hours. Like, it's no big deal. Like, we got nothing else to do. Like, that's what we'll do. Um, so, yeah, tournaments were, I would say, a semi pretty regular thing. Uh, and a lot of times you have, like, games, like you were saying, JJ, that are two-player. Maybe, like, you know, later on, like, we got into four-player, which is, like, a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, 64 came out. I was like, wow, we play four players. Like, so if you had, like, ten friends sitting around, like, what's everybody else gonna do you know what i mean so it's kind of like someone's gotta win and then hand off the controller and then hand off the controller again so yeah you you kind of make it into a game or something like that or a tournament so that way everyone kind of got a chance even to play you know the game in the first place jj do you remember any tournaments in particular yeah i mean you, you named a lot of them like goldeneye was a big one uh, mario party there's another one, um, you know, after your hand, if Mario, if the first Mario party where you had to like, you know, move the analog with your palm of your hand and it, until it tore the, your, the skin off of your hand. Um, I mean, the fighting ones, obviously, and I go back to Chris, I mean, he always won because he just was head and shoulders better than everybody else. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely remember, you know, whether it was just kind of passing the mic along after each game or actually, you know, you're this team or you're this person or whatever. And then just do a kind of round, round robin style. Um, definitely, definitely remember that. And it, and it kind of brought up the competition part of it too, which was fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like on top of everything that's been mentioned here, like I think one thing that's kind of cool about like when the era that we grew up into was like, think of like, like video games now, like, it's kind of hard to they're so advanced like it's sort of hard to like really jump leaps and bounds above what's already out there you know what i mean like graphics are so good and everything like that but like when all three of us were going up like I, you could you know from one madden to the next madden it could be like holy crap like this thing looks like so much more realistic 
in just one year, you know what I mean? Because of what they're able to get out of it or a new system would come out and you're like, Oh my God, like dreamcast came out. We were like, our heads were exploding because it looked so realistic compared to the stuff that was out before. So whether it be football or like first person shooters, like golden eye was like one of the first to really come out. You know what I mean? We got to experience that. And I was in, I was big into like racing games and stuff like that. So like, you know, NASCAR games started coming out and stuff like that. Graphics started getting better and better and cars started handling more realistically and Gran Turismo and stuff like that. Huge games that like we lived in an era where there was no Gran Turismo, like it didn't exist. And then it came out and we were like, whoa, this game is like 400 cars and you can race them and it feels kind of realistic. So I think that's another thing that's like cool about our childhood is we really saw like the evolution of video games from like pretty basic stuff to like what it is now um, <clears throat> was always crazy. And I think it always brought us together to be like, Oh, you know, JJ got a Nintendo 64 first or something. Like we're all over at JJ's house or someone else got a Dreamcast. We're all over at that person's house. Cause we're like, we want to experience it. And like our parents are going to buy us one right now. Um, so that was, that was a, that was a kind of brought people together um, through, through that, uh, that experience. Heck yeah. Dylan, you are up with your last pick, my friend. What are you going with here on your list? I'm going to go with, and this is sort of general, but uh, it kind of hits and it's kind of along the lines of my fighting is just playing. Like you could just play like as an adult. It's not that you can't play, but it's like, if you're, it's like, if you're too playful, like if I just went out right now as a 35 year old man and started playing tag, that'd be kind of weird. Like people would kind of look at me and be like, why is this grown ass man playing tag with his friends in the neighborhood? You'll get a visit from the uh, local uh, police department. I was going to say hundred percent do be called, right? Be, the cops would be called. Like, JJ, imagine like us going back to plantations too and jumping in people's backyards and running through it. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll get a visit from the local police department. <laughs> yeah, comes, there's, like, there's some dude running around in people's backyards or something, right? So like, whether it comes to you know tag or just like i mean i was big into like hot wheels and matchbox cars and stuff like that i had like a whole little like town set up in my my parents house and like my friends would come over and we had money and we had like we had a whole system put together i know jj you had that with like legos in your basement it's like if you were an adult doing that now people would look at you weird they're like dude why do you have matchbox cars in your house and you're like on the ground making engine noises but I think if we're all like super, super honest with ourselves, there are times where we're like, I wish I could just get on the ground and play with matchbox cars and not have it be so weird. You know what I mean? Or just play with Legos like we used to and not have it be so weird. Or, you know, listeners may have their own thing that they did when they were a kid that they're like, ah, I can't really do that as an adult now, but I, there's times where I miss it. Right. Oh, or at least miss that, like, that youthfulness where you wanted to do that. You know what I mean? Where that was, where that was so much fun. So I just think like, just, we don't play as adults, really. We don't, we don't really go out and play or do, do things that are playful as adults because it's kind of like not what you do quote unquote. So my pick is just playing. I, I love it because having a kid allows me to like somewhat go back to it and, and it'd be like socially acceptable. Right. Like, 
as a kid, my favorite thing was I had a I had a like duffel bag full of action figures and wrestlers and like I loved wrestling as a kid. Like it was like my favorite thing. So the, I would make I would have like you know like you you'd buy a action figure that had the wrestling belt so you could in turn have a wrestling belt. And, and I would have my own thing, and I'd be like, "These two are battling for the title," and and like that was that was the thing, like the the small little green army figures, right? Like all the wars that you would set up with those things, and like the the mindless things. That when you look back at it, you're like, ah, "I had a lot of fun doing it." It may not seem cool, but like, man, that was a lot of fun. Like just playing with those things, and now having you know having having my daughter, like you know, like I'll find myself, like, I'm just like holding two figures and I'm like, I wonder what would happen if these two fought. <laughs> and, and it just, it goes back and forth on that. And, and it's, I, I just have such fun memories of it. And now like watching her do the same thing, right? Like I watch her like take her toys and like, she's playing out a story and some of it's in her head. And like some of it, I hear her talking and I'm like, that you know like it's you 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 know how important it is as a kid and like what it meant to you so to see her doing it i'm like man that's awesome like she really enjoys this so jj what did what was your uh favorite thing you played with as a kid um don't yeah, it say was yourself probably... <laughs> okay whoa <laughs> <laughs> <But> don't... <laughs> yeah you're definitely gonna get us um blacklisted anyway um <laughs> so uh, Dylan mentioned with Legos, um, and then you know some of the things you said, right, with action figures, um, and and kind of what you were saying, right? Like, what would happen if this? Like, what would happen if Leonardo the Ninja Turtle would fight Optimus Prime the Transformer, right? Like, it never happened, but you, you have all those different action figures, so you can have the kind of those like, uh, you know, what I guess what we see in the, in the movies now, we always want to see uh, crossovers, and it's like, what would happen if this ultimate crossover, Wolverine versus Raphael versus Soundwave, like? What would that look like? Um, and then, yeah, I mean, kind of going back to what I was saying about video games, it's just your imagination as a kid, and you just, it goes wild, and you could do all these these fun things. Um, and then, you know, growing up, Dylan mentioned this a couple of times with the Legos. I mean, my whole basement was full of them. We had an entire, like, village or a town. Everybody had their own houses. We even had our own money. We had, like, this whole thing. And uh, we just spent every, every afternoon in our basement just building and, like, you know, living, you know, doing some kind of adventure or something, right? Like we go hunt dinosaurs or something. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, people can still get that. So I mean, heck, I mean, I know people can't see it. I mean, you guys could see it is I have a whole thing of transformers behind me, but I, it's not like I take them off the shelf and play with them or transform them for a half an hour. Um, it, you know, it's just, and some, yeah, every now and then it crosses your mind, like, wow, you know, look at all the, you know, that's where you want to kind of let your imagination go wild again. Well, what would happen if Thanos fought Optimus Prime, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then you, the other thing to that, and this kind of dips in a little bit more of the toy stuff, is you see all these cool toys coming out. I mean, they're coming out with all these Marvel Legos, for example. I mean, I was big into Marvel growing up, and I loved Legos, but they didn't have that when I was growing up. I'm like, oh, my God, could you imagine? having those as a kid and just and you know being able to to do the things that we wanted to do as as kids um and have those as lego sets i mean that would have been awesome so you know i know toys r us is no longer around but it's like when the days of toys r us as you were like an adult and you walk down those aisles and like man if we only had that growing up like how cool would it be to play with those things and and, and the kid kind of comes out of you and it kind of sucks that places like Toys R Us aren't around anymore where you, you could just walk those aisles and see that 
um, and just kind of reimagine yourself as a kid. Like, oh man, if we had these as kids, we would have done this and that and had so much fun. So, um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a good one, Dylan. Home, JJ, bring us home with with the not so Mister Irrelevant pick here, because I know you, I know you got a long long list ahead of you here. What's your yeah? There's a lot. There's still a lot that you guys didn't mention. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do one here that um I think we all had at one point, and for most of us, it, it goes away or at least you know drastically reduces as we get older. Um, I'm gonna say the feeling you are as a kid or more, more so probably as a teenager of feeling invincible. Um, because you, you always hear that, like, you know, when you're a kid, you think nothing can go wrong. You always have your parents telling you, don't do that. You'll get hurt. You'll get in trouble or you'll get caught or this or that. You're like, no, 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 not, not to me, not to me. I, you know, I'll be fine. Um, and then that's when you would go out and do something stupid or, you know, like, um, I just remember kind of growing up, we would, you know, riding bikes and we would jump curves. We would ride as fast as we could down hills and do jump off these crazy ramps, um, things like that. Right. Whereas now, like, you know, you'd be afraid to go over a tiny bump on your bicycle if you still ride a bicycle. So, <laughs> um, or, you know, you'd wear all the protective gear in the world, whereas we would like, you know, no helmet, no pads, nothing. Right. Like that was stupid. I don't need that. Um, but just that feeling, right. That, um, you know, cause sometimes you wish you had that, right. Cause maybe we, maybe as adults, we would do more risky things if you would, um, and have a little bit more fun rather than being in this protective shell. Um, you know, things like skydiving, right. I know, I know I, that's something I still want to do. Uh, but I'm sure there's people out there like, no, that's dangerous. We'll die. Blah, 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 blah. But if you had that feeling of nothing's going to go wrong, everything's going to be fine. Maybe you can have that once in a lifetime experience of doing something like bungee jumping or skydiving um, or some of those other things that, you know, yet you're kind of afraid of. Or you're just worried about thinking about everything that could go wrong and not thinking of, wow, this could be one heck of an experience. And, you know, <laughs> YOLO, right? You only live once. You might as well do it. And just having maybe just having that feeling of everything's going to be fine. Nothing will go wrong. You know, so that'll be my last pick is just the invincibility feeling. Yeah, I can't say I was like totally one of those kids. I know like JJ growing up, we had a few like we had we had a few that were, you know, I think as kids, you don't know things can go wrong. So there are certain things that you do. You're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like that could have totally gone wrong. I was like that, but I wasn't like the just risk taker but our neighborhood had a few that were just like that kid will jump off of anything. Well, my brother. <laughs> your brother, your brother would jump and climb off anything. Mike Bloom yeah. <laughs> would build, would build bike ramps every single time and ended up in the hospital. Every single time he built a bike ramp, he crashed and he ended in the hospital. <laughs> but we gathered around cause we were like, this is the time Mike's going to make it. You know what I mean? Like Mike's going <laughs> to, he's going to jump over five bikes. And he jumped over like two and then <laughs> it was devastating. Right. But it was like, you just had this belief that like, okay, this is the time, like it's going to work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that, and I also think like, just maybe not in like an injury way or a, um, you know, in a physical way, but in like a mental way, like you were just like, let's just go do this. Like you didn't think about, 
anything else other than like in this moment i want to do this thing so i'm just going to do it you can be just impulsive and be like i'm not thinking about yeah but i could do this or i could do that it was like no we're just gonna ride our bikes to the store bam we're on our bikes we're riding to the store like so i didn't while i didn't have that invincible feeling i had that i definitely had that like uh free feeling of i didn't have to overthink anything i didn't have to like you know think of if i do this then that will happen i just you just did it because you wanted to do it and you know you kind of i guess learned that lesson but (laughs) but um i definitely i definitely miss that feeling of like freedom to just go say something or do something that you wanted to do in the moment it's funny. I remember us calling ourselves invincible teenagers at one point in time. Right. Like, and I think, and I think back on it, I was like, we, we, we did a lot of dumb stuff, whether it was like driving fast in our cars, like our not fast cars, like making them go fast. Right. Like, because we just, we wanted to see how fast we could go. Could we get to 90? (laughs) You know, could we we touch triple digits? (laughs) You know, like, like JJ, your first car, man, like you remember we took that thing on the highway and we watched 90. Yeah. Like, We were dumb, but it, but there was no there was no second thought about it. It was just like, let's do this, and, and that's part of the invincibility, right? There was no like thought or consequence. Like now, like as we're older and like we have significant others, or if we have kids, or if we have people that we care about, it's kind of like, I can't do that. I'm I could risk dying, and and and, and then they won't have me, or you know, like. But, but when you're a kid, you're like. Yeah, <laughs> like everything, like anything that was suggested, like you, you want to do it. Like you're like, I want to eat, you know, three Chipotle burritos, and I will be totally fine because I'm invincible. Like, do it. I can like, still do that. I, I want to. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I want to say anything to anyone. I want to yell at people off of a balcony in Ocean City. Where like now, if you do that, like you, you actually might get. I shot, can still right? do that. But, like, <laughs> still do it, but like there was such an invincible feeling to like what we did as a group of friends and and part of it to me was because of we were around each other right like all the instances that we had with each other we would play off of each other we would build up off of each other and it would build into this thing where it's like whether we were joking about something and then it's just like yelling at people and you know nowadays you, you know probably shouldn't do it but like back then we didn't think twice about it right like now we're like Ah, I should probably look at that guy. Like, could that guy actually like come and try and find me and hurt me? It's like before it's just like, I don't even care who you are. Like, I don't care if you're like six, two and Jack, like I'm yelling at you and I don't care about the consequences. <laughs> and that was to me, that that's like the defining moment of feeling like an invincible teenager. I do remember um, one of our hobbies, Frank, you, you kind of reminded me talking about JJ driving the car is we both had, you had a really crappy Ford Taurus. And I had a really crappy, like, Chrysler car, right? The cloud, man. The D-Cloud. The D-Cloud. <laughs> and I remember one of, our, one of our, like, things we would do when we were bored is we would be driving around Damascus, and we would get to a stoplight, and one of us would just hit the other one. <laughs> yeah, bumper cars. <laughs> we just bumper cars. And then we would purposely make it look like we didn't know each other, and, like, one, would, one person would drive off, and the other person would chase them. So, like, people were at this intersection, and they just see this car at the stoplight, and this other car just, like, hit them in the back, and then just take off running, and that car take off running after yeah. And it was just, like, <laughs> A, like, we were hitting each other with cars, <laughs> and then B, we were, like, people put a, this is, like, a major situation to call the police, 
We were like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if like everyone thought we were just a hit and run? So like <laughs> just stupid crap that yep. yeah, we never do obviously mm-hmm. as, as adults now. Uh, but yeah, def- I guess it is a, a feeling of yeah. <laughs> Oh man, well we had some good topics tonight. You know, a lot of fun with a lot of fun memories as kids. And uh, man, yeah, this is this is a very good topic and, and just great. And I, I I appreciate going down memory road with with two of my close friends because man, that was that a lot of this stuff is a trip of stuff that we've done or did together or uh, bonded over at one point in time. Uh, gentlemen, I guess all that's left to say is come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Anchor, Facebook, uh, The Graham, Twitter. Find Radio Slay on TikTok. Watch the number one trending videos. Yeah. Yes. WFA seven sixty San Antonio. <laughs> uh, it is Albuquerque now. <laughs> we've been we've been moved further west. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a moving target. For now, that's where we are. <laughs> <laughs> pirate radio damn it pirate radio. <laughs> uh, gentlemen as always until next time yes, sir see, see you later. all later thanks for listening